Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. That's a wonderful morning in France, in Toulouse. I'm Jean-Michel Glachon, director of France School. I am at the Toulouse School of Economics for, for, the, for the big uh, energy and climate conference. I am with Peter Crampton. Peter Crampton is a world leading economist in market design, a key issue. That's not really the issue I will discuss with him. Well, well it's a bit related, but, but the core is climate change, greenhouse gas emissions, decarbonization. Because Pete did direct a special issue in the academic journal named EEP, e -E -E about decarbonization negotiations. Peter, what really the core question you are addressing in this special issue? Is it decarbonization? But this we know already that, that we should decarbonize, with that, that we want to make it. Are you? Are you addressing what to get or how to get it? How to get it. Is, uh, explain yes. me. Yeah, so that's the problem. The negotiations, international negotiations, uh, have to date been ineffective at uh, addressing decarbonization. And the basic problem is the process that they're using in the negotiations. They're not taking advantage of what we know about how to promote cooperation in negotiations and especially around uh, large free rider problems. So the question is, at the international level, can we have an effective process that leads to uh, international climate policy that uh, is effective at decarbonization? I understand, I understand. So you, you, you are raising many things. We are seeing first international, but why international is a particular issue for decarbonization? We have to decarbonize, that's it. Uh, yes, but uh, the, the problem is that this is a huge free rider problem. Uh, what do you each, mean? Each country would prefer the others to uh, incur the costs of abatement. And that's the, the basic problem. Uh, everybody wanting to free ride, and so the, the, the problem needs to be addressed with the most effective methods to solve this enormous free rider problem. Ah, you're saying that what we have seen to Copenhagen was, was expected. Huh? If you have many countries, there is an issue, everybody will wait the other to do something and, and won't do anything. But this, Peter, is the past. For the COP21, the Paris Conference, we have tens of countries having already given pledges, even China and the US, so we are on the good track now. I wish that was true, but unfortunately it's not. The pledges are inadequate. The what? pledges are essentially what is in the self-interest of the countries. And they're uh, essentially, China's pledge, for example, is very much consistent with business as usual. Uh, India's pledge is even worse than business as usual. Uh, so, uh, and, and the U.S. is uh, in, in a similar uh, situation. Um, so together, we have, at the starting gate, inadequate pledges, and the likely event is that it, the, the inadequacy will simply unravel as the circumstances change, and we've certainly seen this with Kyoto and uh, Copenhagen, when circumstances changed for various countries, such as Canada, uh, the, um, they backed away from their initial pledge. 
and then this backing away causes others to want to back away as well. Wow. So you are suggesting that countries are making pledges only to continue to wait. It, it's a trick to continue the waiting game. Yes, absolutely. But how are the articles in your special issue are addressing this? Yes. So yeah, we so we address it by looking at the science of cooperation in free rider problems, and the main result there can be summarized in seven words. Price carbon, I will if you will. And so that last part, I will if you will, is a common commitment. Uh, so rather than making a pledge, I'll do such and such, I instead make the pledge conditional. Say, I will do such and such. I will price carbon if you price carbon. And that is a road to cooperation. So rather than making individual pledges, they parties should be pledging, looking for a common commitment and pledge the common commitment. And price, it, uh, the price of carbon is a, a very natural focal common commitment. And the reason for that is it's it's simple direct instrument that everyone agrees is essential to induce uh, decarbonization that its price is the direct instrument that affects behavior. Okay, understand. So, so the point is that we have to find something credible for everyone, committing everyone, and as soon as we will get this, the process will be on track, even if it is only the start, etc. Yes. This I catch, I guess that the, the people listening to us will go to the articles. All articles, guys, are for free, free access. You only have to click from your computer. So very easy to get. So maybe, maybe a last thing, if I understand correct, what you are addressing is not the facts of pollution, climate change, decarbonization, but how to get an effective international agreement. But after having such an effective uh, international agreement, how to deal with fairness, retributive effects, and, and other dimensions of the yes. issue? Yes, so that's actually a very important issue, is uh, if all the countries were the same, then simply pricing carbon would be enough. And could you uh, agree on a price path over time that increases, that would decarbonize, and all would be good. But fairness is certainly an issue. The reality is we need participation by countries such as India and Brazil, and to get participation from these countries that are currently low emitters, but are hoping to grow significantly in the future, and with that their emissions will increase significantly. We need those countries on board, and in order to get them on board, they have to be compensated for participating. And so part of the proposal, uh, a successful mechanism, is going to establish a green fund that rewards countries like India and Brazil for accepting a high carbon price. And that money will come from the high emitters in the world, such as the United States. That's, that's pretty clear for me. So I guess that, dear audience, you have all the basic bricks to enter the special issue of the journal IP. I wish you a good lecture. And maybe in the coming days, we will come back with other interviews, online interactions about it. Because as you have heard, decarbonization is a big issue in itself 
And how to get it in order is a second very big challenge, and economists have many things to say and to suggest. Peter, I would like to thank you and wish you a good end of the Toulouse Conference. Thank you very much. Ciao, Peter.